Hey there, and welcome to another edition of the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. I'm Kelly DeMarco. You may know me as a former news anchor and journalist at Sacramento's NBC affiliate KCRA. For years, you've trusted me to bring you important information about the people, places, and organizations in our community. Well, today, we're focusing on retirement and how to make smart financial decisions about your future. So if you're retired or nearing that important phase of your life, then listen up because you need to reduce your risk cut your fees, maximize your income, and then guarantee that that's going to last you as long as you live. To help us understand how to achieve these goals, we're going to turn to the Peak Financial Freedom Group co-founders, Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. Together, they have more than 50 years of experience as financial advisors. They've helped thousands of people throughout Northern California, and they're the authors of seven books about financial and retirement planning. Most recently, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, which sold more than half a billion copies worldwide. The Peak Financial Freedom Group works exclusively with retirees and those of you nearing retirement. If you have any questions today, call pound 250 from your cell phone and say the keyword money. Again, that's pound 250 and say money. Welcome to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed at Peak Financial Freedom Group in Sacramento. They're here to help you sort through the complexities of the financial world and to understand the importance of a customized written plan to realize retirement success. They're joined by your host, Kelly DeMarco, a three-time Emmy and multiple Edward R. Murrow Award winner and one of the most recognizable storytellers and TV personalities in Sacramento. Kelly is excited to join Jim and Dan today to help you make the best decisions with your money in retirement. So let's roll. The Peak Financial Freedom Hour starts now. Welcome to the show. So glad to be here with Dan and Jim today. And we are talking about uncovering hidden fees. So stock market losses can really devastate a portfolio and your chance for long-term success, right? But now we're going to talk about something that could be even more devastating than a stock market loss. You probably think, well, what could that possibly be, especially in the situation we're in right now, because stock market losses can ruin your retirement. But the answer is high fees. And Jim and Dan, I know you dedicated several chapters of your most recent book to this subject. Are high fees just as bad or even worse than a stock market loss? Well, I think Jim and I talk about that it's one of the things that can be stolen from your portfolio. And there's multiple things. There could be taxes stolen from your portfolio, losses, inflation can hit it. But fees um, probably are the least understood thing that could happen to your money that's bad. Because you realize when you have a loss, you look at your statement. If you have an advisor, you might see advisory fees on your statement, but you don't see all the other potential hidden fees. Inflation, you realize bread costs more at the store. Taxes, your CPA says pay this 10 grand at the end of the year. So you, you see those things, but fees, you just don't see. And everyone has in the back of their mind that, okay, I think I know, but I really don't know. And if you could imagine that the average type of person that comes in here, if they have an advisor, they think they're paying 1% in fees. We always ask them, you know, what do you think you're paying? And they say, well, about 1%. Or our advisor says about 1%, or we're not sure, maybe 1%. We do an analysis, maybe they're paying 1%, but the vast majority are paying, if they have an advisor, they're paying more than two, two and a half percent in total fees when you look at all the different types of fees, Jim. And if you have a $2 million portfolio and you think you're paying 1% in fees, right. now you're paying two and a half percent fees. A lot of that money. means your 20,000 went to 50,000. Mm, yeah. So you're paying $30,000 more in fees. What if you do that for 20 years? That's $600,000 of your money that goes out to someone else. Adds up. Yeah, and, and fees are very complicated. And Dan, you hit, hit it on the point when people 
come in here and we ask them, you know, what are you paying in fees? You're right. They say either they don't know, which is the majority of the responses, or they think they're paying about 1%. And fees you range is based on the, the amount of assets you have under management. And most of these companies have tiers. And what it means is that you could be paying one and a half, one and three quarters, 2%, 1%, one and a quarter. Uh, and that's just your advisor fee. But if you have mutual funds or exchange-traded funds in your portfolio, which most of you do, uh, those companies do not work for free. So you have your fund fees that do not show up on your statements. Uh, those come out of your rate of return before you even get your statement. That's how you know the fund companies make money out of off of you. And those mutual fund companies, Dan, as you know and I know, the, they are constantly moving things around in an actively managed fund. So today they don't like that stock. Well, let's say it's IBM and they get rid of it and they buy Intel. Well, there's a guy on Wall Street called a trader, and that trader doesn't work for free. He gets paid for it as well. And that also comes out of your portfolio before you see uh, your statement. Well, the good thing is, by law, they have to disclose what your mutual fund and exchange-traded fund fees are. That's the good news. The bad news is they bury it in your favorite book to read for bedtime stories, and that's called the prospectus. Does so, anybody read that? Oh, you do, Kelly. You told me you read them from front to back. You get 50 of them every month. I can't even read, read the them. print. It's so small. It's small, but they will put the fees, the exact fees you're paying in those. Well, what if you have 50 different mutual funds and you get 50 different prospectuses, ends up being about 10,000 pages? You will not read those things. Yeah. So it's in there, and by law, they have to show you what your mutual fund costs are, but no one ever knows. We do a full analysis. Someone comes in, and we're going to do a fee audit. We're going to find out before we make any recommendations on what you might want to do. We're going to find out what you have right now, and that's really how planning should be. It shouldn't just be someone takes your portfolio and rearranges it and says, oh, this is the best one. Mm-hmm. You need to be. You need to have the proof why you should make any adjustments. And in some cases, it's better not to make any adjustments. But you need to know first and foremost what are you paying. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, you know, we're not magicians. We cannot get out of fees, right? Because we're in the industry which has fees. But you should know what your fees are, so you become a prudent investor, and you want to make sure you're getting value for those fees. Another thing that the industry does, Dan, is they just use percentages. Well, the consumer often doesn't convert percentages into dollars. When we do a fee analysis, we actually put it in dollars and cents so that you can actually see those fees in dollars and cents and understand how that impacts your long-term success. And the same thing when we remodel a portfolio, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to lay out every single fee, our visible fees, any invisible fees. We're going to put it to you in dollars and cents so you actually get it and you can understand it. Well, bottom line, Kelly, is you should not go another day owning a portfolio, having your assets without knowing how much you're paying. It would kind of like being you have a house and you have no idea what the house payment is and it's just taken from you every month. And at the end of the year, you're like, oh my gosh, how come I paid this much? Or at the end of 10 years, you go, oh my gosh, I paid three times more than I thought for the house. You wouldn't do that, right? Right. And then by then it's too late. late. It just doesn't seem fair. You know, it just seems like it's it's taking advantage of a client when they don't even know and things are so buried and people are busy, they don't know where to look. Yeah. Well, think about it. It's not fair because the law is the mutual fund companies have to disclose what the fees are. Now they bury it in a prospectus knowing that no one's going to read the prospectus. Mm-hmm. So the law is there to protect the consumer. There's no way the law is there to protect the mutual fund companies in Wall Street because they do everything they can potentially to bury what the true cost is are in your portfolio. So your goal too when clients come in is to really help them lower the fees to be more manageable well, so they're not Of course we want to lower the fee but like Jim said the first thing is to find out what are they paying uh-huh. right now and what are they getting for it? What if yeah. they're paying 
0.75, 0 0.75% right now, which would be really, really good. Yep. I mean, it'd be fantastic if they're paying less than 1%, but they're not getting a plan. They're not getting risk reduction. They have no idea um, how much income they're going to take out. So they're paying just for the process of the investment itself with no help. We might design a plan. It might have 1.25% in total cost, but they'll probably be getting 10 times more benefits out of it. Um, but I'd say probably eight, eight out of 10 times when clients come in. Yesterday, I had a client come in. Their total fees were 1.8%. Yeah. We were able to drop them significantly from their current 1.8% down and still give them all the services. I, I think the goal is, Kelly, is, is that um, is there value in what you're providing as a financial service company and can the fees be justified? But also, you have to understand what those fees are. Yeah, the goal is transparency. Yeah. Right. The goal is getting rid of the uncertainty with your money, which is what freaks everybody out. If you know what you're doing, then you either say, okay, I can accept that or I make changes. If you don't know, what do you do? You just freeze and you're paralyzed. Yeah. Well, we're going to be talking a lot more about this coming up in the next segment. We're actually going to start breaking down really specific hidden fees that might be in your portfolio. But before that, we're going to talk a little bit about more the process and how you help your clients. That's coming up next. Most people are deathly afraid of making financial mistakes that will cost them a fortune in taxes. All the financial decisions you have to make for retirement could severely impact your taxes. Decisions on when to claim Social Security and pension benefits, what to do with your 401k and IRAs, how to manage required minimum distributions, capital gains on sales of stocks, businesses, and real estate, and even providing for beneficiaries all have one thing in common, taxes. The chance of taxes going down, low. The chance of taxes increasing, almost a certainty. We can help you make the best financial decisions to manage taxes and put a customized plan together for you in writing. It's called our Peak Financial Roadmap. And if you've saved $1 million or more for retirement, we're offering it to you for free. There is no obligation or pressure to do business with us. This free Peak Financial Roadmap will focus on helping you manage and understand taxes, generate the dependable income you need to live your best retirement life, reduce your risk to avoid large losses, hedge against inflation, and make the best Social Security decisions. You could pay several thousand dollars for a plan like this, but we will provide it to you for free. There is no hidden agenda. We're confident we can help you avoid costly financial mistakes that could potentially cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars of unnecessary taxes. Our clients typically have $2 million or more assets saved for retirement, but we can work with you as long as you've saved at least $1 million. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. That's pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. This offer is available right now, so call us today at pound 250 and say the keyword money. Welcome back. So Jim and Dan have already told us a little bit about how most people assume they're paying 1% in fees to their advisor, but really that number ends up being just a fraction of what the typical retiree pays in their total fees, both visible and hidden. So let's really start now breaking down where some of these other fees come from. We just talked about guys, in addition to the 1% typical advisor fee, tell us a little bit more about money manager fees and how that works. Sure. There, I think you get the advisors confuse the client sometimes because they'll say there's a money manager fee, but the money manager fee might end up being two things, two fees in one. It might be a portion of that goes to the money manager who's moving the stocks and bonds around and a portion of that goes to the advisor. So a money manager fee might have the advisor fee and the money manager or 
we've seen it also separated out, Jim, right? Where yep. you have some that's just a money manager and some advisor. Yeah, and, and a lot of clients to understand, if you have an advisor, you very well may have a money manager that you don't really comprehend. The advisor is the relationship person, but a great majority of advisors don't manage the money because they're the relationship person. They're in front of the clients all day long, and you kind of want a money manager in the background if the client, if you really want your money managed, so they bring in a money manager, which you are paying a separate fee for that. And you may or may not understand that, and that adds, Dan, it can add anywhere from a half a percent up to another 1% just for the money manager fee along with the advisor fee. Yeah, I actually saw um, recently, a couple months ago, a um, 1.4% advisory fee and a 1.4% money manager fee. Someone yeah. came in mm. from one of the big brokerage houses, and yeah. they've been literally, they have $3 million, they've been paying this even at that rate for like yeah. the last 25 years. I, I just yesterday, yesterday I had, I won't mention the name, that a huge brokerage house. Say uh, the it. Client say it. I say can't. Don't say no, it. Say it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> they're paying 1.25% in fees that they thought, well, they thought they were paying 1%. When we looked at their statement, they're paying 1.25%. But then they're paying another 88 basis points, which is basically nine-tenths of 1%, almost another percent in a money manager fee. This particular large brokerage company, actually, I didn't realize this, they were actually recommending other money managers on the platform, and it added up to about 2% or 2.2%. Did they have stocks or mutual funds inside? They had both. Okay, so then on top of that, there's the mutual fund expenses on the mutual fund. So what happens, we actually break it down completely, and it's a pain. Literally, is the biggest pain to do it, but it's the accurate way, and it's the only way we can be transparent and be accurate with what the fees so we had a client come in they literally had 10 different accounts each account was being managed each account had a portion in stocks that doesn't have any mutual fund yep. but has an advisory fee each account had a portion in mutual funds yep. that had an advisory fee plus fund cost plus potential trading cost it took about four hours just to do this analysis for the client mm-hmm. not when they're here they left right. they came back but we were able to then accurately show them what was happening in this yeah. nightmare scenario and who could ever know what the numbers actually are. If you're a consumer, you're working your butt off all day, 40, 60, 80 hours a week. You don't have time when you come home to say, oh yeah, I'm going to spend the energy on something I don't like and I don't understand Mm -hmm. to try to figure this stuff out. There's no way they can figure it out anyway, Dan. It's impossible. I mean, we use outside research companies, uh, which we subscribe to, to allow us to go in and have them pull this data out so then we can assimilate the data uh, or assemble the data because it's very, very difficult when you know what you're doing trying to figure out these fees. It's almost impossible possible for the consumer to do it. Yeah. And then, you know, when you when you look at Kelly, the whole plan, everyone always, you know, we're talking about fees now, so everyone focuses on it. But that's just one component of the entire plan, because you want to make sure your fees, you understand, and they're under control, and you're getting value for the fees. You want to make sure you know how much risk you're taking, and make sure you're not excess taking excessive risks, especially with what the market's doing right now, and what Jim and I think the market will do for the next couple of years. You want to know um, what type of income you can get off of it, and is it going to be a high probability it won't run out? Is it guaranteed? Is it maybe type of income? You want to know how much tax you're paying. All these things are part of it. Then on the end, you want to know how much you could possibly leave to beneficiaries. So you have all these things that you have to look at, fees being one of them, and you might end up having fees that are average, maybe not high, maybe not low, but then you might be able to get your risk below average. You might be able to get your income above average. You might be able to get your taxes below average. So you just come up with what's the best way to put all these pieces together. Mm -hmm. Because what we also find is if someone 
just worries about fees as the number one proponent that they're trying to really, really do well at, they might be lacking in some of these other areas, Jim. Yeah, uh, we, we see that all the time because, again, Dan, you made a, made a good point. It's very important to understand your fees. That's why we make you understand them. You don't have a choice. We actually make you understand your fees. But the real value is is that if you have all those other components you just mentioned, there's a way that you can justify fees so that you say to yourself, hey, I'm paying for a service that I really need. I'm getting the skill set that I want. And then the fees become very, very conducive for what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. So you talked about uh, mutual funds. And at this point, I just imagine, you know, you're sitting in these meetings with your clients, you know, who they thought they were paying 1%. Now they might be realizing they're paying potentially two, three more percent. Um, I'm sure the color is draining out of their face at that point. Um, but that's even not the end. Talk a little bit about um, some of the things that don't have to be disclosed to you. Well, one of the big ones is what we call an internal mutual fund trading cost. Okay. And there is a simple way to explain it, and Jim covered a little bit earlier, and that is if you have a mutual fund, the mutual fund company looks at you and says, okay, buy this mutual fund, hold it long term. You're not going to be buying and selling it all the time. Hang in there. You're going to ride the ups and downs, and over the long haul, everything's going to work out okay, mm -hmm. which means they're telling you to buy and hold. But this mutual fund, the manager, let's say this mutual fund is, an, is a stock mutual fund and it has 100 stocks inside of it. Well, we think then because they're telling you to buy and hold, they're buying and hold. They're not. On average, we've seen a lot of data research showing that the average stock fund right now sells between 80 and 100 of those stocks, 80% to 100% of those stocks every year and then repurchases new stocks. So if you can imagine now they have a one, let's say you have a $1 billion fund. And let's just say I'm selling 80% of that. That means I'm selling $800 million of stocks and I'm buying $800 million of stocks. So I have a $1 billion fund. I'm buying and selling $1.6 billion of stocks. Is that going to be a little commission to Wall Street or a huge commission? Always. We know it's going to be huge. Huge. Yeah. And they don't have to disclose. The mutual fund companies don't have to disclose how much that's costing you as a consumer. And all that does is potentially reduce your rate of return, which we call a hidden fee. Dan and Jim, great information. And for the listeners, we're here to help. So all you have to do is call pound two. 50 on your cell phone say the keyword money to set up your free consultation it's pound 250 say the keyword money don't go away we'll be right back after this offer are you stuck in stage one of retirement planning called asset accumulation by taking too much risk hoping for big gains but at risk for large losses and don't have a plan to create dependable income this is fine if you're age 40 but not if you're approaching 60 or older Right now, it's time to transition to stage two of retirement planning called asset preservation and income distribution to reduce risk and create income. We can help you transition into stage two of retirement planning all in a customized written plan. It's called our Peak Financial Roadmap. And if you've saved $1 million or more for retirement, we're offering it to you for free. There is no obligation or pressure to do business with us. This free Peak Financial Roadmap will focus on helping you transition from stage one to stage two of retirement planning. Reduce your risk to avoid large losses. Generate the dependable income you need to live your best retirement life. Manage costs like taxes and fees. Hedge against inflation and make the best Social Security decisions. You could pay several thousand dollars for a plan like this, but we will provide it to you for free. There is no hidden agenda. We're confident we can help you make this needed transition at this time in your life and help you stop worrying about your money so much. Our clients typically have $2 million or more assets saved for retirement. 
but we can work with you as long as you've saved at least one million. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. That's pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. This offer is available right now, so call us today at pound 250 and say the keyword money. Like what you're hearing on the show? Did you know that Jim and Dan also have a podcast? On the podcast, you'll hear more discussions about topics such as common money mistakes, handling financial fears, overlooked retirement expenses, and much more. Tune in to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcast streaming services. Welcome back to the show. We've already discussed several fees that might be in your portfolio right now. And if you're just joining us, what we've been doing is really breaking down how most people think they're paying 1% in fees. But the reality is it's typically much higher. If you're keeping score at home, when we add money, manager fees, mutual fund expenses, hidden trading costs, sometimes we're closer to 2 or 3% and we're not done yet. So Jim and Dan, I understand that to get an accurate fee estimate for a client, we also have to incorporate two other issues, opportunity costs or cash drag. Explain that a little bit to us. Um, I'll start with cash drag. Uh, that's a very complicated thing to understand. But imagine you have a large mutual fund, and maybe it's a, a $10 billion fund, which isn't real large. but That's kind of a, a small mutual fund company. And that mutual fund company is a stock mutual fund company or a bond mutual fund company. Well, as part of their investment policy statement, and more often than not, they have a portion of that fund that cannot be in stocks or bonds. It has to be maintained in cash for two reasons. Number one, if they want to buy a new stock or bond on a given day, they want to have cash to do that. And number two, if you want to redeem your shares, basically you want to have your money back, they have to pay you. So imagine a portion, and let's just give an example. Let's say it was a, a million dollars and 10% of that $100,000 was in cash. Well, that cash is not earning any type of rate of return. It's in a bank, right? But they're charging you these mutual fund fees on the entire $1 million in my example. So you're paying fees on top of your cash component where there's no earnings at all. So it's called a cash drag, but it's another way, a secret way that Wall Street makes money off of Stan. Well, Morningstar came out, now it's many, many, many years ago. I think it might be close to 10 years ago almost now. It seems like it was just a couple years ago, but I think about 10 years ago they came out and they finally said for the first time you should not be investing in what are called actively traded mutual funds if you have the same type of fund available in an index fund or an ETF, an exchange traded fund, mainly because of cost. And when you have an actively traded mutual fund, they are buying and selling the stocks or bonds inside the mutual fund each month, every couple months, every few months, etc. On average, about one each stock is going to be sold per year. When you do that, though, what happens is, in addition to holding a big chunk of cash in the fund, like Jim's talking about, every time they buy and they sell, what happens to the sales proceeds? It goes into cash, and it sits there for a short time period. But if, they're, have, if they have a turnover of 80 or 100%, that means 80 to 100% of the total portfolio is sitting in cash for some time period during the year. And if it's sitting in cash, what opportunity do we have for it to grow? Minimal. Mm-hmm. And, and even these target funds, you see them a lot in these 401k plans, these target funds. Uh, they target a date of retirement. So if, if you're 50 and your target date is 15 years from now, that target will be 15 years out. And those f- mutual fund companies are actually doing the same thing, right? They're moving things around based on the target, sitting things in cash. And the consumer thinks on their 401k plan that they're paying no fees at all, but they have the same problem. They're still in mutual mm-hmm. funds and have these same issues. Do you want to touch a little bit on uh, variable annuity fees? 
Is that something you see? I know you do very little with annuities, right? Well, we, we do zero variable annuities. Mm-hmm. We, will, we will work with what we consider extremely consumer-friendly annuities that will be no-load, low-fee types of plans. We'll use the types that don't have any principal risk associated with the stock market and can still give income guaranteed, depending on one month income, for as long as the people live. So it's going to be more on the conservative side, and they're going to be on the way low fee sides compared to variable annuities. Variable annuities can have up to – we've done analysis where variable annuities could have up to 6.5% per year in fees. Wow. And if you're paying that, pretty much means you have no chance of growth inside right. the asset base. So you want to have an analysis done because the poor consumer, they buy a variable annuity from an advisor out there. And the advisor says, well, your only cost is this thing called an M and E expense. It's called mortality and expense. It's just a fee to the insurance company. And that might be 1.4%. So you think because that's what's printed, that's what you're paying. But in addition to that, you're going to have the variable annuity investments that typically run about 1%, Jim, on average. So now you got 1.4 plus one. Then if you want any type of extra benefits, you're probably paying between one and one and a half percent extra fees, rider cost inside. So now you could be looking at 4% plus just with those costs, not even taking into consideration cash drag or opportunity losses. So if you think on average about 4% on a variable annuity, it's ungodly how much then is lost. Well, and another point, Kelly, is not just the fees on a variable annuity. If you if you just define variable means that your account is going to vary. You have no, in many cases, no downside protection. The principal, ba- the principal amount's going to vary. That's right. So if you have a million dollars in as your investment, you don't think it's going to go down because you bought this rider fee, and that rider is growing at a certain percentage for income. But that's not your money. That's kind of fake money. It's just a kind of a tally. But people get this confused because they can be confusing. Whereby your your million dollars, in my example, can go up and can go down if the market crashes. So you have, in most cases, no downside protection, even though the client thinks they have downside protection. Well, you protection. can tell right now if you own a variable annuity by simply looking at your statement on a quarterly basis and see what happened this year. If, as of March 31st, you looked at your statement and you have a decrease in your value, that means you have a variable annuity and you can lose money. If you look June 30th when that happens and you have a decrease in your value, it means you've lost money because variable annuities do not provide principal protection. Okay. Well, if you have any questions about what fees you might be paying, um, give us a call. We're here to help. All you have to do, call pound 250 on your cell phone, say the keyword money, and you can set up a free consultation to talk more. Again, it's pound 250, say the keyword money. We'll be right back after our offer. What if you weren't afraid of suffering a huge stock market loss, running out of money, paying too much in taxes, and not having enough money to buy that car or do that remodel, and weren't afraid of making any more big financial mistakes. Would your life be different if you weren't afraid? I bet it would be a lot different. If you're like most retirees, you worry that so many bad things could happen to take away your retirement security. We can help you stop being afraid of making big financial mistakes and put a customized plan together for you in writing. It's called our Peak Financial Roadmap. And if you've saved $1 million or more for retirement, we're offering it to you for free. There is no obligation or pressure to do business with us. This free Peak Financial Roadmap will focus on helping you stop worrying about your money so much, reduce your risk to avoid large losses, manage and understand taxes, generate the dependable income you need to live your best retirement life. Hedge against inflation and make the best Social Security decisions. You could pay several thousand dollars for a plan like this, but we will provide it to you for free. There is no hidden agenda. 
we're confident we can help you avoid costly financial mistakes that could potentially cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Our clients typically have $2 million or more assets saved for retirement, but we can work with you as long as you've saved at least $1 million. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. That's pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. This offer is available right now, so call us today at pound 250 and say the keyword money. Like what you're hearing on the show? Did you know that Jim and Dan also have a podcast? On the podcast, you'll hear more discussions about topics such as common money mistakes, handling financial fears, overlooked retirement expenses, and much more. Tune in to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcast streaming services. Welcome back to the show. This is a segment we call our hypothetical mailbag. And these are questions a lot of times I know your clients have. So let's start with this question. Should I move my IRA away from a place that charges a 2% fee? It seems high to me, and I'm not sure how to tell if I'm actually getting my money's worth. Well, the first thing is we have to figure out, are you really paying 2% or not? Because if you've done a full analysis or someone has done that and put in writing, and that included your advisory fees, money management fees, mutual fund fees, trading costs, et cetera, then maybe that's correct. But yeah. I've never had a client come in in 37 years, give me a piece of paper saying in writing, I know this is what I'm paying in fees. Yeah. So they're guessing this might be what the advisor and the money manager charges, and there might be additional fees on top of that. So the first step is always going to be to do a fee analysis, a fee audit of what's really happening inside of the account. Once we find that out, it might be 2%, it might be less. I've had clients coming in thinking they're paying 4 or 5%. They were paying 1.6 or 1.7 total fees. And I was, we were able to tell them that, which then at least they know, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. So we don't know if it's high or low, depending on what they're getting for that as well. Do they have a full plan? Do they have active management for risk reduction on the assets? Do they have some guaranteed income? What's really happening? So the first step is not to overreact. The first step is to get all the information in front of you. How much are you really paying after we do a, a true fee audit? And, and also, Kelly, you know, I mean, fees are there. I mean, you're not going to get rid of fees right. no matter what you do. But uh, you want to make sure, as Dan kind of alluded to here a few minutes ago, is that you want to make sure you have value for the fees in which you're paying. Are you actually getting the skill set and the knowledge base to develop a plan for you that's going to drive, hopefully, your risk down, hopefully, ideally, to drive your fees down, and also give you and have something laid out for your future so that not only is your money invested, but on top of that, you have other services that says, aha, this fee is very reasonable, is highly justified. But until you can identify what those fees are, you can't say that. Yeah, I bet. How about this question? This person says, we've had the same advisor for 20 years. He's a member of our church. We really like him and trust him. But we had a recent meeting. He seemed a little uncomfortable when we started to press him on questions about retirement. Seems like we should have a formal plan by now. Uh, we're about a year away from retirement, but he just told us to keep doing what we've been doing for 20 years. We'll be fine. This person asks, is this a normal response? I can tell you right away from, from listening to you guys all this time. It's not a good response. Well, it's not a good response, Jim, but it's what we hear every yeah. day. Clients come in saying, my advisor you know, is my friend. Mm -hmm. We go to the same church. We've known each other for so long, but he or she's never given me a plan. And when we ask about risk, they say, don't worry, everything's okay. And when we inquire about fees, they say about 1%, but nothing is ever put in writing, which means they don't have a plan. So it is normal, but it's not acceptable. No. 
it's normal across the board, but we do not feel that's acceptable, Jim. Not at all. Um, It is your money as a consumer. You worked very, very hard for it. Uh, You should have every single answer in writing, not somebody just saying to you verbally, this is about what you're paying and don't worry about it. And if the market goes down, just stay in it. Hold on. It'll come back. It's not their money. It is your money. You're going through the anxiety, particularly in this market. I mean, the market's down between 20 and 30%, depending on what index you're looking at. And if you have individual stocks right now or some mutual funds are down even more than that. So this is your money. You're the steward of your money. Your advisor can be a friendly person, but you better be getting the skill set and he better be delivering what you're asking for, or you should be looking in other places. I like what you said before about this and that there are advisors for that first stage of your life. And then there are firms like yours that are really specifically focused on the second stage of your life, which is pre-retirement and retirement. And those are very different kinds of jobs. Two completely different um, sections of how you do planning. There's going to be fees in planning associated with both those as you're young, you're trying to accumulate assets. Now, our clients are typically you know, 55 and older, some a lot younger, depending on if they've retired earlier, but they're now worrying about asset preservation as the number one goal, and then creating income off the assets that's gonna last for as long as they live as their number one goal. So you tie those together, risk reduction and income creation, and that becomes an asset preservation income distribution. And we do the same type of fee analysis, whether someone would be in phase one or phase two, but it comes down to then putting that a plan together. Okay. Well, if you're interested in learning more about a plan, maybe you're nearing retirement or in retirement already, Dan and Jim are here to help. All you have to do is call pound 250 on your cell phone, say the keyword money, and you can set up a free consultation today. Again, it's pound 250, say the keyword money. Thanks so much for joining us today. Most people are deathly afraid of making financial mistakes that will cost them a fortune in taxes. All the financial decisions you have to make for retirement could severely impact your taxes. Decisions on when to claim Social Security and pension benefits, what to do with your 401k and IRAs, how to manage required minimum distributions, capital gains on sales of stocks, businesses, and real estate, and even providing for beneficiaries all have one thing in common, taxes. The chance of taxes going down, low. The chance of taxes increasing, almost a certainty. We can help you make the best financial decisions to manage taxes and put a customized plan together for you in writing. It's called our Peak Financial Roadmap. And if you've saved $1 million or more for retirement, we're offering it to you for free. There is no obligation or pressure to do business with us. This free Peak Financial Roadmap will focus on helping you manage and understand taxes, generate the dependable income you need to live your best retirement life, reduce your risk to avoid large losses, hedge against inflation, and make the best Social Security decisions. You could pay several thousand dollars for a plan like this, but we will provide it to you for free. There is no hidden agenda. We're confident we can help you avoid costly financial mistakes that could potentially cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars of unnecessary taxes. Our clients typically have $2 million or more assets saved for retirement, but we can work with you as long as you've saved at least $1 million. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. That's pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. This offer is available right now, so call us today at pound 250 and say the keyword money. 
Investment advisory services are offered through Fiduciary Solutions, LLC, a California-registered investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results, and securities may lose value. Insurance products and services are offered through PFFG Insurance Agency, LLC. California Insurance License Number 0N14013. Dan Ahmed, California Insurance License Number 0732913. And Jim Files, California Insurance License Number 0F06511.